It's 4.30 Wednesday afternoon. You're tuned to 91.9 FM, WITT, the home of unpredictable music, and the Indies Trusted Servant Show. And since it's 4.30 on Wednesday, you're tuned to the Indies Trusted Servant Show. With yours truly, Danny O'Malley, Indies Trusted Servant. What is Indies Trusted Servant? Well, I do customer service training and keynote speaking about customer service. It's all about the culture. I learned all about that from my late father, the master of customer service and organizational culture, Joe O'Malley, at three different grocery chains, the last of which was O'Malley Food Markets, which is probably the only one that, that most of you remember. Um, what is the indie, uh, if you're interested in learning more about my customer service training and keynote speaking, give me a call at 317-413-9062. What's the Indies Trusted Servant Show? I like to describe it as lively local small biz and community talk where you can feel the pulse of Indy. And so, to the Indies Trusted Servant Show, today my guest is one of the most interesting and uh, inspiring people that I know around Indianapolis. He and I get together every great once in a while to chew the fat. I, I like to describe him as a surreal entrepreneur and um, gee, our wives went to high school together, and his <laughs> wife um, uh, did the the uh, the altar for two of my daughter's weddings, but down back at the cathedral back in the days. So uh, we've got a lot of connections from a long way back. My guest is none other than Wayne Patrick. Wayne, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Danny. Good to be here. Thanks so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Well, I've, you know, a long, I've long thought I ought to bring you on, and one thing or another, I didn't think of it, and then we finally rehooked up, and I thought, this is a good time to bring Wayne on. Wayne is a serial entrepreneur. He's done a lot of stuff, but first, tell us about yourself and how you got where you are today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not so sure that's an interesting story, but I'll tell oh, it you is. the <laughs> five-minute quick and dirty high over the top, who I am, how I got here, what I do. Uh, I'm a transplant to Indiana from uh, Chicago. I uh, got here by way of Rolls-Holman, where I got a degree in electrical engineering. That's also where I met my wife. She was a student at St. Mary's at the time. I knew she went to St. Mary's. I did not know about Rolls-Holman. And that's how I ended up back here in Indiana. And so I uh, got an undergraduate degree in electrical engineering there um, at Rolls-Hulman. Many, many years later, I got an MBA at Butler, but that was after I had been in the military and served overseas. And um, So you have an uh, MBA? Yes. And you have a, an engineering undergrad? Yes, I do. Wow, that's Absolutely. impressive. Absolutely. Well, you know, I say about Rolls-Hulman, they only made a few mistakes, and I was one of them. Okay. So. okay. But that's all right. Okay. But anyhow, um, I started out as an engineer, as I said, but got introduced to computers in the military. After I did a uh, tour uh, overseas in combat in the military, uh, the U.S. Army sent me to Germany. Now, where, where would this be overseas where you do the combat? Well, that tells you the, the vintage I am, but that was uh, Vietnam. I was afraid you'd say that. <laughs> We're the same vintage, too. Obviously, our wives went to high school together. Absolutely. <laughs> so, way, 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 way back. So, at any rate, after that, I was um, sent to Germany, and the U.S. Army's uh, headquarters is there in a little town called Launchstuhl. And there was a, they have a large hospital there, and the uh, CEO there of the hospital uh, assigned me to computers because I had a degree in engineering because he didn't know what else to do with an infantry guy at a well, hospital. Well, it sounds logical. It made sense to me. <laughs> but anyway, I got engaged in computers, really loved it. Uh, when I got out of the military, came home, married my wife, 
went to work for the Department of Defense. Uh, she and I lived in, again, Europe for almost six years. With the Department while, of Defense. While I worked for the Department of Defense. Um, we got really lucky. She was a retail fire for fed buyer for re federated department stores, and she was able to become their European buyer for the time we were over there, so it worked out just fine. We came back, uh, lived in New York. I worked for IBM. Um, I went up to Dartmouth and got an associate degree in computer science so I could understand what I was doing. Um, we came back to Indiana <clears throat> for our kids because we wanted to have grandma and grandpa in the support system and all of that. Sure. Uh, worked for uh, then a uh, major insurance company as uh, one of the leaders or the leader in IT. Back to uh, then that company got sold. Uh, we were owned by Lincoln National up in Fort Wayne and they sold us. And when they sold us, well, that was the end of that job. And so I got lucky. A guy came along uh, by the name of Chris McAvoy who introduced me to entrepreneurship. He had a software company in the insurance industry, uh, and I worked with him and eventually became uh, one of the leaders of the organization and <clears throat> sold that company. And uh, I really liked uh, what happened with that. I, I, I liked the equity payout on, on the back end, and I oh, thought, this okay. is what I ought to do. So I started my first consulting company. and uh, In IT. In IT. And what year was that? Oh, gosh. <laughs> You're making me reach now. That was early 80s, mid-80s. So you were ahead of the curve a little bit. Way ahead yeah. of the curve. Yeah. We, we were very first ones. And in fact, most folks will know, uh, they think um, Master Software was the first successful software company here. But Chris sold the company Palm. Uh, long before that. But at I, any rate. I sure remember the name Palm. I yeah. digress. Yeah. Um, so I started that consulting company, grew it, sold it, and then I had my second company, which uh, I call it my learning experience. It was not so successful. I took uh, then Great Plains software, built around it. In fact, it uh, the product that a lot of folks are familiar with today that Microsoft calls Dynamics, that's what they did. They took an accounting system, a general ledger system, and built pieces and parts around it. We did the same thing, except we were not as successful as Microsoft. Um, and, not um, quite. You no, know, not quite. <laughs> so I <laughs> uh, closed that guy down and started my last company. Uh, and it was a recruiting and staffing and consulting and ap uh, application development group. Sold it in 2013 and stayed with that company for uh almost four years so so you can get the idea this guy's an entrepreneur yes. as well as an it guy <laughs> um running parallel along with that uh, alongside of it my brother and i my brother had been a fast food franchise guy with mcdonald's and burger king uh he and i bought uh and had the rights for central indiana for marco's pizza so we managed the central indiana territory for marco's pizza uh for 12 years how many uh, uh pizza stores was that round figure yeah 30-ish yeah okay and some okay. along those lines <clears throat> but at any rate um we did that uh for that time frame and then um uh, sold that uh to another local guy who still has uh that that franchise group okay um so any rate i knew you sold it how long ago did you sell it that was in 2015, I believe. Okay. 14, okay. 15, somewhere in that time frame. Yeah, okay. Uh, any rate, um, so, so the last IT company, 
uh, started doing along the way also uh, investing in um, other startups and advising. Uh, and I've been an investor and advisor in several of the local uh, IT startup companies. And today what I'm doing is I'm working with a local company, which I'm really excited about, called AIS, founded by a guy by the name of Lamont Hatcher. And it is an organization that does managed services in the IT world, which is outsourced support of your network and infrastructure primarily uh, for right now small to medium-sized uh, customers. One of the things we're trying to do is grow upstream uh, toward the uh, enterprise market as well. Okay. It has a cybersecurity group. It has a uh, <clears throat> data and analytics group, and we have a process automation group. Okay, we want to come back to that, and I want to go back to Marcos and talk about that, that business for a while. Okay. Ask you a couple of questions about that. We're going to take a brief break and thank our host for the studios of 91.9 FM, WITT, all that unpredictable music, and the Indies Trusted Servant Show. Tell you a little bit about next week's show uh, and talk a little bit about underwriting for the Indies Trusted Servant Show. We want to thank My Pet Carnivore, a pet food distribution warehouse on Shelby Street in Fountain Square where Paul and Suzanne and their very busy staff uh, distribute healthy, frozen pet food to pet food owners only in 48 states. You can figure out the two states they're not in yet, but I wouldn't put it past them. Boy, there are semis in and out of here and forklifts roaring around here, and they're selling a lot of uh, pet food, so it must be pretty doggone healthy. Thanks for loaning us space in your loft here in your warehouse for the, the uh, studios of 91.9 FM. Want to mention that next week's show will feature a new friend, uh, Jamie Volpert of uh, the Tropical Smoothie Cafes in Westfield and Carmel and is it Zionsville? Then Zionsville. So we'll have another entrepreneur, but he has a backstory of non-entrepreneurism that he will share with you as well. We are looking for underwriters for the Indies Trusted Servant Show. So if you're interested in uh, getting your name out to the people that listen to the Indies Trusted Servant Show, feel free to give me a call at 317-413-9062, or you can call Russ Dodge at 317-850-4343. Back to my serial entrepreneur friend and IT guy, Wayne um, Tell me about the, t let's talk just a little bit more about the, um, your experience with the pizza franchises, mm -hmm. okay? Now, obviously, you got out of that business before the, the uh, pandemic impacted the, let's say, restaurant <coughs> business, okay? But what were some of the pros and cons of all that? What caused you to get in it, and what caused you to leave it? Huh. Well, what caused me to get in it is my brother was a franchise guy. Okay. And he had had, as I said, McDonald's and uh, Burger King, and I think he even had some Popeye's chicken for a while. But anyway, he had I done love very well. Popeye's chicken. It's good chicken. <laughs> it's good stuff. He had done uh, very, very well. Uh, and he got. Is he, is he live in Chicago? He actually lives in Los Angeles, and oh, that's part okay. of the story. <laughs> okay. Well, good. So he, 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 he's actually in Palm Springs, uh, which is, I guess, close to Los Angeles, but ain't really Los Angeles. Yeah. Anyway, he calls me and says one day that the. Um, franchise rights for the Central Indiana Territory for Marcos Pizza are available. You and I should buy it. My response was, why? Good, good <laughs> what do I know about restaurants? Yeah. <laughs> he said, well, you don't have to know about restaurants. I do. I said, yeah, but you live in L.A. 
He said, well, okay, I'll move there. So he actually moved here. Oh, he did? He moved here for us to do the territory. He had moved back to Palm Springs when we sold. And as I say, the territory was um, uh, positioned and slated to be 37, 30, I think it was 37, but multiple stores. And that was what appealed to us. We were getting in at the right time, uh, ground floor. Uh, Marcos had actually been a franchise that was started in Toledo, Ohio, um, and a couple of successful restaurant entrepreneurs went together to buy it. The principal of that was a guy by the name of Jack Buterak, uh, and um, my brother got connected to them, and they wanted to use an area, area rep approach to building out the business as opposed to going after individual franchisees themselves. And uh, getting in at the ground floor at the time when they were growing and scaling and uh, doing all of those exciting things that are part of startup is what appealed to us. So what, it was a lot of fun. Were they a new company at the time or had well, they no, been around the, a while? The, 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 the Marcos franchise had been around for a while, but the um, <clears throat> organization I talked about that was headed by, headed by Jack, um, they bought the, the franchise, well, restaurant group turned it into a franchise and then grew and scaled it and I believe it was 250 or so restaurants when they bought it that may not be accurate so don't quote me but it's close but it was yeah it was in that range yeah and I believe they're at around a thousand or so now really yes so so did you uh, add more restaurants here in the Indianapolis area or did you stick pretty much stick with the 30 or so uh, we uh, we were targeting growing the restaurant to that you know that uh, projected number uh, that you described there, and we added more restaurants and um, brought in franchise owners. And in fact, one of the franchise owners is who brought bought the territory from us when we got out, and he still owns the territory. He's a ex NFL football player. Anybody we've heard of? He may have. His name is Brandon Gorn. He went to Purdue and actually graduated with uh, Drew Brees. And okay. He and Drew are really good buddies. At any rate, uh, <clears throat> he um, bought the territory from us and still has it, at least as far as I know. What possessed you to sell? A um, couple things. I think it, it was the time uh, and, and was right for us. And we had a lot of other good things going on and wanted to go focus and do some other things. And that's uh what my brother wanted to do and what i wanted to do so you and brother your brother were only together in business sense with the restaurants you're not now right uh we we do a little bit of consulting and uh stuff together now because the guy uh who became the president and coo of marco's pizza by the name of brian stevens uh has a group now called pivotal growth partners and what they do is they put money and muscle behind small restaurant groups to try to help them grow okay. uh, and scale. And we actually do a little bit of work in uh, consulting and advising with him. And um, we're actually looking at a couple of local opportunities here that is probably premature for me to talk about. But we're looking at a couple of local things here where we might become engaged and do some things there. So in the restaurant business, in the restaurant world, okay. in the restaurant business, and more fast food oriented, or yes, yeah, yeah. yes, okay. absolutely, okay. and that, that that that's where they're at. But uh, Brian is a very very successful guy in that uh, restaurant and um, franchise world, and it's really great to be associated with him and his group. Awesome. Now uh, we're gonna have another break in a few minutes. And I want to give, now go back to AIS and tell us a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. Now, what does AIS stand for? 
AIS stands for Apex Infinite Solutions. <clears throat> well, we call it AIS for short. Again, founded by Lamont Hatcher. Uh, it is a really exciting opportunity, I think, for the company to do some great things. He's a guy who has really strong, great vision. Is he here in town? He is here in town. Okay. The offices are at 8801 North Meridian. Um, the company over the last three years pre 2020 COVID had been doubling in revenue every year. We were still up a little bit in 2020, so we're pretty excited and happy about that because, you know. So is it strictly an IT company? It is strictly an IT company um, and uh, I think has some really tremendous upside. Again, Lamont's got some great vision, and he's brought together, I think, a really strong team. Uh, And my role with him is to try to help him with strategy around uh, scaling and growth uh, and building revenue. Uh, we're looking at some acquisitions because you can't get to the number he wants to get to for his ex- exit uh, organically fast enough. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. we're looking at some acquisitions. So, so one of the things you do in consulting is help people figure out how to grow, grow and sc- and grow. Absolutely, right? have to grow and scale and, uh, and take the company, if you will, to the next level. My skill, in all honesty, if I have any, is that number one i'm old been around a long time know lots of people you sure have (laughs) (laughs) have lots of connections and then second uh i'm good at getting the right people on the bus to go back to good to great right get the right people on the bus don't worry about the seat right yep you sound you sound like my dad yeah but (laughs) you do right people on the bus get the right people on the bus and the right seat that's exactly right you got to give them the right seat eventually but uh, that's my skill is identifying and being able to get people connected uh, to the right kinds of folks who can help them make happen what they need to have happen. And how how old is AIS? Would you say AIS is uh, this? Well, it started in um, 2012. So what's that make this nine years now? Yeah, is that right? I guess that's years, right. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And uh, again, I think the company's got some tremendous, tremendous upside. We're really starting to do some really great things. Like I say. Lamont's assembled a really solid, strong team, and uh, they're going to make some good stuff happen. Before we take our next break, what would you say your target would be? What kind of business is your target business, or or is there one? Today, uh, the target is the that medium uh, to just above, um, or just below, excuse me, the Fortune uh, 1000, if you will. So our, our, our ceiling right now, our bottom floor that we're looking at right now, because we're trying to grow the transaction size up to, cause to get to the numbers and get growth and scale, you got to increase the size of your average transaction. Right, so, right. Um, we want a minimum, a company that has a minimum of 50 uh, employees or 50 uh, workstations on their network. And then at the top end, somewhere around 750 or so to 1,000 is probably the top end of where we could end. Although we do have a partnership with another local organization, Bell Technologics, where we can utilize them as our back-end big brother if we need to handle a larger organization. So it it sounds like you're looking for other IT companies or or companies that know? Not necessarily. We we don't have enough data yet to 100% identify who our real uh, target industries are and I'm trying to we're trying to identify that now but in terms of locuses where we have most of our business now it is in 
surprise, surprise, manufacturing here in Indiana, right? Okay, good. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Unions, right? Yeah, yeah. Sports and entertainment, which is a little bit of a surprise, and not-for-profit. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, we'll take a break after I say this. I'm really surprised in my business how much of it is done with not-for-profits. Yes. Now, of course, not-for-profits have hit a real road bump with this with this COVID thing. Oh, but, everybody has. Yeah, <laughs> but and, and they've been very, very much impacted. Well, we'll be back with my good friend Wayne Patrick, serial entrepreneur, IT guy, former restaurant guy, maybe, maybe a current restaurant guy as well, but uh, time will tell. Uh, after we take this brief break, we want to thank the host for the studios of 91.9 FM and all that 24-7 unpredictable music. You could hear the, the Rolling Stones one minute and uh, Ella Fitzgerald the next minute. You don't know what they're going to play. We want to thank them for having uh, the, 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 uh, the, the My Pet Carnivore for having the studios of 91.9 FM right in their warehouse. They... Uh, distribute healthy frozen dog and cat food to dog and cat food owners in 58 50 i'm sorry 48 states um and uh, boy are they busy so thanks for being the host for the studios of all that unpredictable music and the indies trusted servant show next week's guest will be jamie wolpert of the tropical smoothie cafes in carmel westfield and zionsville another entrepreneur who came from the big business world before he was uh, an entrepreneur here in, uh, in uh, Hamilton County and Boone County. And I'm looking forward to having Jamie on the show. We're also looking for an underwriter or two for the Indies Trusted Servant Show. Uh, if you're interested in being an underwriter and reaching all the folks that listen to the Indies Trusted Servant Show, feel free to give me a call, Danny O'Malley, 317-413-9062. Or you can call Russ Dodge at 317-850-4300. Four, three. Wayne, one thing that I didn't, by the way, before I forget to do this, if anybody's looking for um, IT help, tell folks how to get a hold of you, how to get a hold of AIS before we forget. Um, probably the best and easiest way is to reach me at uh, my email, which is wpatrick at aislp.com wpatrick at aislp.com okay great. or you can go to our website and uh get to us that way the website is ais i guess llp.com aislp.com <laughs> but just you, you can just google it and it'll, it'll come up so go to the website and you can get to us now one of the things i wanted to talk to you about i find you inst inspirational to sit and talk with one-on-one -on -one, as we've done in the past um, but I find what you post on LinkedIn to be very, he, Wayne posts a lot of quotes. I'm not sure if they're his quotes or he gets them from somewhere else, or it's a little bit of both, but I'm a big quote guy. And, uh, Wayne, it, I think part of your success as a consultant must be your, your motivational bent. You want to talk about that a little bit? Is that something you can talk about? Yeah, absolutely. And and to answer your question, it's a little bit of both. It's some of mine and some, mostly um, other people that are inspirational to me and kind of strike the note um, for me. And I think one of the biggest and most influential things on your success, to your point, is your mindset. 
Yep. Your mindset, I think, directs and guides where you're going to go, what you're going to do, and if you're going to be successful. And I think you have to constantly feed it the right kinds of positive thoughts and positive vibrations so that it stays in that right vein because we all have a lot of that self-talk in there what we call head trash that if you head listen trash. Yeah, yes. if you listen to it it'll, it'll beat you so you're the anti-head trash guy. yeah so you've gotta 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 fight that and continuously feed the brain positive food so it keeps chirping the right way and and wayne does a great job of that on linkedin uh so i saw a quote i think it was today uh the the uh, quote went something like this and i don't think you sent it but it sounded like you uh it's not a question of the the glass being half full or half empty but the glass is refillable there you go right <laughs> and, and that's the kind of stuff you're talking that's about, it exactly right? and you know the other thing that i get out of that and i think will be of interest to a lot of people is you get personal branding because yep. there are a lot of folks like yourself who see those quotes and pay attention to them in fact i got a really large customer because of that my son and i do a man trip every year and we were on our man trip in um Memphis, I think it was, and uh, the guy at the table next to us at dinner one night kept looking at us, and finally he gets up, and you can see he's figured it out, and he comes over to me, and he says, I follow you on LinkedIn. Oh, is that right? <laughs> In I, Memphis. Oh, really? So we spent a half hour or so talking, and it turns out he was the CEO of a fairly large organization, and uh, we ended up doing business. Well, that's great. Can you remember any of these quotes right off the top, recent ones? Oh, that gosh. That stand out in your head? You know, uh, there are a, a bunch of them, and if there were any that uh, would stand out in my head. I know you, I'm putting you on the spot here. Yeah, and and I'm just trying to think about that because there's, you know, thousands of them running through there and coming at me all the time. So, but, so, well, who, who are some of your favorite people that you follow and get these quotes from? Maybe that's a better question. Oh, wow. Boy, that I, I, you know, I don't know that I have a, a, a favorite uh, group of people that I follow because I try to listen um, to everybody. But, you know, in keeping kind of with my philosophy, you know, uh, I, I'm a firm believer in, you know, uh, what the mind uh, believes you can achieve. And I, I is, is it OK if I get personal and talk a little bit before we close the show about the tragedies I kind of thought you already had so keep going well <laughs> you 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 all all you listeners should know most of you who know me know that I lost a daughter in a, in a, in a tragic oh. uh, murder suicide Wayne has lost both his wife and his daughter um, in the last five and six years right yes something like that and and one of the things I've tried real hard to do no matter and and everybody says and I'm sure you've heard this too there can't be anything worse than losing a child and then losing your wife and your child well that's double whammy but somehow you've stayed positive about life life has to go on and that's what our loved ones would want us to do right yep so we only got about a couple of minutes left so take that and run with it well i always believe that no one ever promised you that life was going to be easy fun or fair right right <laughs> And you get dealt a hand, and you have to play it. You and have to play it. You just you have to keep stroking, and you have to keep going after it. And 
uh, I forget who this, I think maybe it was Churchill, but it's never, ever, ever quit. Never, ever, ever, uh, ever give up. Yeah, my, never, my, my grandma used to tell me all the time when I was growing up, she'd say, it's a good life, son, if you don't give up. <laughs> well, and our loved ones would not want us to give up. Right? No, they would not. They but, would and I not. think we owe it to them to do that. But, you know. Uh, and, and we'll see them again someday. That we will. No yeah. doubt about it. That's great stuff. Got another minute, Wayne. What do you want to say? Well, well remind uh, people how to get a hold of the optimist Wayne Patrick. Well, if you'd like to get a hold of me, the email is wpatrick at aislp.com. If you're interested in IT support services and consulting services, go to aislp.com. That's the website for the organization. Uh, you can also uh, look me up on LinkedIn, or you can look up Lamont Hatcher on LinkedIn uh, and find us that way. And last thing I'd just like to say is, th you know, thank you for the opportunity. I always appreciate the chance, as you can tell, to run my mouth and say a couple <laughs> things. <laughs> you, you and me both, Wayne. Thanks for being our guest on the Indies Trusted Servant Show. Don't forget next week, Jamie Volpert, uh, Tropical Smoothly, Smoothie Cafe. And uh, we'll be talking to you then. Thank you very much.